The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after after show. show. It's the after show, and uh, speaking of Skip Martin, who uh, is uh, the guy... um, Sponsoring, sponsoring the after, the sponsoring after show. The after show. Um, Roma Craft Cigars. Um, Skip posted something uh, this week, and I thought it was very interesting. you got to be very careful of what, what you're going to bring up that he may post, but this one I can actually use, I think. Um, and this one is about Haas Binger's Harbinger, Harbinger Customers. Harbinger customers. You knew I was going to mess up with that. We, we practiced before the <laughs> yeah, show. We did a lot of practice. Harbinger customers. It, it used to be Harbingers, but now. How did the letter S get in there? It doesn't matter. Harbingers customers. Anyway, <laughs> they are um, customers um, who you probably, if you have a cigar brand, don't want these customers for, as customers. Uh, it's a certain customer. Uh, companies love so-called high-value customers or brand evangelists, folks that buy products repeatedly, like cigar customers, uh, leaving glowing reviews online and telling everybody to do the same. These consumers are precious gems in the corporate world. At a typical company, it is likely that 80% of the revenue generated is generated by 20% of the customer base. That's the 80-20 rule that you look at. 80% of the money you're taking in is coming from 20% of your customers. The top 10% spend three times more than the average customer. So in the case of Skip Martin, that would be Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan is one of them. no less than four boxes of Neanderthal at a time. Look what I'm smoking. smoking right now. right now. But it turns out that not every customer who buys new products is good for business. Not in the case of Ed Sullivan, but I'll move on to this. In recent years, research have suggested that certain fractions of customers are particularly skilled at picking out products that are destined for failure or to be discontinued. Let's take the Cigar Authority Lancero, for instance. Let's mention Jay Bushy by name as well. Okay, who's sitting in our studio right audience here. right now? And I told him before it goes on, we're going to probably be talking about you. And there you go. Uh, they are harbingers or failures. Harbinger customers. Harbinger. Harbinger. Think binge. Think binge. binge. Harbingers. Yeah. 
Okay, research at Northwestern and MIT analyzed six years' worth of transaction data from 130,000 customers at a large national chain. They found that 25% of consumers consistently buy products that end up flopping within three years. That is the indicator when something's not working. Any business or anything, if you can't get to a break-even point by three years, it's probably doomed for failure. It's not going to end up making it. Same goes for a product that's out there. You're going to give it its fair due. You're going to do everything you possibly can to do it. And within three years, if it still hasn't done it, it's a flop. So uh, I look at some... Now, hang on. Is that when you're saying that, I know that we like to give... Uh, new brands, a golden year, start to finish. We get it in as a retailer, but the company it, itself uh, is after that, right? Correct. So, so the company's looking to collect enough people willing to give it that golden year, and to have it get enough traction so that they get to their third order. Yeah, we already third order is what we're looking at as a retailer, as the manufacturer themselves. If they got some orders and they don't know it, we know before they know that their product has failed, right? Correct. Uh, so we're talking about the manufacturer here in this case. Um, so looking at this, reading this article, um, I look at some of the bloggers that are out there and we're the same, um, so-called cigar media, and we'll get into a whole show of that later on, but they might be harbingers themselves. Uh, they help create a buzz of a failed product, brand, cigar, or company. All of a sudden something has a buzz from these particular people, and then all of a sudden it fails, and it happens over and over and over again. Nobody's looking at this and reading this. A lot of people came to mind as this went on, and then you start looking and you can start seeing this happen. The, par, the Harbinger customer throws a wrench at the model. The more that they buy a product, the more likely it is to fail. Is that the Cigar Geek? that all of a sudden they're pushing, in this case, Lanceros. Push it, push it, push it. Keep talking about it. It's great, it's great. Failure. It ends up failing, and, and they're an indicator of it. They're not the cause of it. They're buying the product, but they're an indicator of it because, frankly, their taste is different than the majority. Yeah, they, they fall under uh, the lead consumer category. Not happy with mass market things, yeah, like small batch stuff. Most of the small batch stuff is destined for failure. Here we go. So the customer with niches or unusual taste, very strong cigars, Lanceros, things like that. You're basically describing Barry. <laughs> yes, in some cases, and and I'm sure he got behind a lot of products over the years that failed. Yeah, if you look at my, have we sold through you, the North South yet? If you look through the Mason Dixon. Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. Um, the problem is that we reordered them after the first time. That's where the problem was, and it feeds into this. Yes, yes. But if you look at the first blog that I had before, you know, I really got into the industry. If you probably look at the first five years worth of reviews, I guarantee you, sixty percent of those cigars don't exist, if yeah. not more. Yeah. The interesting thing of what your blog was called was a cigar smoker, yeah. which is exactly what you were, a cigar smoker. Mm -hmm. You were not the cigar authority. Mm -hmm. You were not um, media. You were not. You were a blogger that was a cigar smoker. You were a cigar fan, a fanatic yep. of cigars. Still am. And you wrote as a cigar consumer right. 
not trying to be something you weren't. Um, the customer seems to have a unique talent for picking epic failures. Just look to some of the top 25s that all these people put out and then look at them three years later and notice that some of their top, top, maybe even number ones don't even exist anymore. It has been the, the brand killer many times. And that goes for even we have on the Cigar Authority. I think there's three of them that don't mm-hmm. exist anymore that we made number one cigars. Uh, in, in some cases, the companies were sold to somebody else and things ended up happening. But I'm not just talking about just them, but all of us as one thing. The difference with me is I'm a realist that I do follow the numbers and the trends and things that happen. And when I say, listen, I don't like Lanceros, they just don't sell. This has happened so many times of people shoving it down my throat and then it failing. And then I say, I'm not going to do this again. This is ridiculous. It, it just, the same thing keeps on happening. But again, it's the same people. Now, those people, if they're listening, should hear this and say, oh my God, every time I get onto something, it's doomed for failure. You're that person. If you're, if you're wondering who it is, it, it's you. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're not a bad person for end up doing it. Your tastes are different than the majority. And we cannot, if you're 1%, 10% of people are going to like your stuff, it's not enough to end up sustaining as a brand. There's been so many of those items on different things. Uh, for instance, Holly Davis and Cologne. It was a thing. And people pushed it because it was Holly Davidson. It smelled like to- gasoline. I don't know. It's a, it's a total failure. Did it have bits of real panther in it? I don't know. Hershey's it- chocolate-scented pencils. <laughs> uh, Diet Crystal Pepsi. When all that Crystal Pepsi stuff come, came out, everybody, all the geeks and everything going crazy for it and all this stuff, and it ends up being major flops. Here's the – now, they again, they, this is the biggest study ever done on this particular mm-hmm. type of consumer. Uh, what they found out is they – purchase less expensive items on average singles versus versus boxes boxes. right in this case for us uh they are an early adapter of new products as a cigar geek would be the new thing comes out it's new barry you smoke them out of the box when they arrive right yeah first thing you want to try because you're that guy right um and i used to be the guy that would chase it from store to store to store thankfully i grew out of that so who are they on the demographic level? Uh, they, have, uh, they are slightly older, less urban, have lower household income and home value than a non-Habinger um, who shops at the same store. I'm just going to let that one go. Habinger? Harbinger. Think binge. Think binge. He's on a roll. Let him go. <laughs> Even more surprisingly, they tend – I'm going to go with they – <laughs> Those people. They tend to pick failures <laughs> and doesn't stop with uh, consumer packaging goods. Dave, when you say they, do you mean one person or multiple people? All the people that are like them. Okay. They purchase less popular clothing items. What if them isn't their pronoun and they want to be <laughs> I don't know. else? They support losing politicians. One possible explanation is that the Harbinger customer tends to have niche taste that often <laughs> often at the odds of the mainstream right that they i know everybody's getting into bigger ring gauges but i like the smaller ones or uh, uh, i know the majority of people smoke mild cigars but i like the real strong ones 
or um, I like um, torpedoes or figurados where most people but don't. But that type of person is really the easiest one to make happy. He's happy. That person is a happy person. There's no they doubt can about it. They find the ones that have been left over that are already aged for them. If they can, they're, they're, there's a lot you can make someone like Jay happy with. See, that that's me to a point because I already know if I like something, well, I better smoke it while I can. It'll yeah. probably go away. Harbinger customers are nine percent more likely to buy niche products, items that make up one percent of the total sales. And 12% more likely to buy very niche products, 0.1% of the total sales. Like the Cigar Authority Lancero, for example. (laughs) So they are the cigar geek, right? Uh, If products you like keep getting discontinued, get used to it because you are one of them. Mm -hmm. Not a bad thing. It's just what it is. Unbeknownst to themselves, some of these are apparently happy customers are actually harbinger failures. It sounds like a bad word, but I like to think of them as the the lobster of the cigar community. You know, they they eat up all the shit at the bottom <laughs> that no one else wants, and they're happy to do it. Yeah. So only forty percent. And they're delicious. Is that should I have added that? Uh, no. Yeah, that makes it gay. <laughs> now here's what you just said, Barry. Only forty percent of the products that they get behind are around three years later. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, anything that disappears within less than three years is labeled uh, having failed. Well, so, and you mentioned lots in the cigar industry. You right? mentioned top twenty-five cigar aficionado, but what about some of those blogger lists? Okay. We'll look at them and say, "Did you ever hear of their top pick?" They're going three years so later. Far. Even in that year, I've seen yeah. things on lists that I never even. But heard go back of. three years, and you'll see it doesn't There's even nothing, disappear, yeah. right? Uh, Research shows that a group have frequently bought these products within the first year of their life. That's why I think a lot of manufacturers come out with limited releases. They've learned this that I'm just learning today. They've learned it and said, well, it's going to fail in three years, so let's make a limited release and be gone with it in one year, and we'll just cut to the chase here. So they know it going in, that it's a, it's a one-off or else it was going to fail. And they'll, they'll make some sales to those people. So the TCA cigar, is that a limited release? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Even though it's going to seem like it's around forever. Right. It was limited. And I had a good three-day run with it. <laughs> and at this point, it's going to be a long I run out. I think that we're going to sell a box today. Yeah. I have a good feeling. Well, that'll be in there's 199 left. <laughs> 100 boxes the first three days. That leaves 200. Yeah. And these 200, are, what it should have been is we should have made 100 of them. True. That's what we should have done. Um, well, you couldn't decide what color you wanted, so you went and got 100 of each. Each, right. Yeah. Whose fault is that? <laughs> well, you guys, we're not we really here, need to. The, we're the, not here to place blame. Yeah, you it guys made Dave's me fault, do it. But you guys <laughs> made me do it. I, I should have fought and said no, but we need to come out with a Lancero. We need to come out with a Lancero. Okay, here's the Lancero. Hang on Box a second. Box of 12. Hang, hang on a second. I had nothing to do with this conversation. Oh, you this did was so. Barry. This was all he is. Every one of his. <laughs> I don't get it, man. People smoke Toscanos. Toscanos on Lanceros. If you're smoking a fucking Toscano. A, yeah, a fucking Toscano. <laughs> buy the fucking Lancero. Uh, Same thing. 
Dave, right now <laughs> online, there's only 177 boxes. All right. They're well, flying we, off the shelves. We had a good run this week. All right. So what happened to other products that are in this, that, uh, like this group light? Harbingers of failure don't do well in the long run. The harbinger failure is like, like the product. The worst this effect is the kiss of death. When they end up liking it, becomes a kiss of death. If someone, if something appeals to them, it's unlikely that it will appeal to the mainstream. So you get to what buyers should do is get to know these customers who they are and say, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And the guy says, "Yeah, I love it. Don't buy it." <laughs> no, 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 no. Or no, buy no, very no, no. little. Yeah, yeah, you buy, you figure out how many of those guys you have in regular rotation, and you buy one less than that. Yeah. So one of them is unhappy, and he gets the fear of missing out. And the next time, they huh. they have they have different tastes than the majority. That's the well, nicest way to you say got, it, right? You got that company Supreme that puts out the yes. stuff with the red. Yeah. That these harbingers are going all all in on. He died though. The guy. Oh, so it's Supreme over. guy. It's over. He died. Just the secondary market is now yeah. going to go through the roof. Very interesting uh, that you say that, though. The implications here for manufacturers and retail are interesting because they suddenly complicate how positive feedback could be misunderstood. And we hear it all the time. Oh, my God, there's a big buzz on the cigar. Before the trade show, there's a big buzz on the mm-hmm. cigar. So I go to the trade show. All of a sudden, I'm interested in the big buzz that happened there, and I may get sucked in because I've heard the early buzz. But who did I hear the early buzz from? And then I have an epic failure at mm. the end of it. So mm, well, very, very interesting. Dave, these harbingers, do you think they have a lot of strength and character? They do. It's time for the strength and character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. Six pillars of character, citizenship, caring, fairness, responsibility, trustworthiness, and respect. We are winding down on this long out, drawn out thing. (laughs) We are on respect. The last three that are here, uh, be considerate of the feelings of others. Be considerate of the feelings of others. I feel like you dropped the ball on that one with this this whole after show. You've just been (laughs) shitting on Jay Bushy the whole time. He just happened to be sitting here, and I know he likes... keep looking at him in the eye. (laughs) It's very intimidating. I knew he was coming. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not considerate. I say what I want to say. Let the chips fall where they may. And here we we are on Easter week. Horrible treat. I know Easter has passed us by the time they're listening to it, but don't you tone it down. People are coming over the house, and you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to let that one go. No. No? I'm opinionated. People know it. You're either going to like me or you're going to hate me. There's no in-between. No, I'm letting it go. I can't do it all day, every day, but on special occasions. I'm going to let it go. And And I have to talk my mother into that. I have to... Go upstairs before people are coming over. Yeah. yeah, let's calm it down today. Let's. Jonathan says hurtful things. That's not true. That's one hundred percent true. No, I don't. I'm very considerate of people's feelings. You hmm. buy somebody's groceries at the store the other day. I've been tempted to do it. I'm going to have to yeah. now that the reputation's. I mean, out. there was a guy that didn't want to do karaoke. Hello, me. That you were like, don't be a pussy. You're a uh, pussy. Excuse me. So yeah, you say hurtful you things. You said I mean, you I am would what I do eat, it, but still, he deserved it. But you, you did it. Said you, did. you were going to do it. But if Jess did it, 
Jess did it, and then you backed out. Mm-hmm. So I had to call you on the carpet. But I, I was standing right there, too. I chose not to say anything mm-hmm. and let him deal with it on his own self, but in, you couldn't hold back. In fairness, I was saying all of the things that needed to be said, so you didn't have to say anything. If I missed a topic, you would have jumped in, I'm sure. At the same time, I'm, I would say I'm bad at considerate of the feelings of others. Yeah, you don't really care. Because <laughs> I don't have feelings, really. No. I, I have feelings. We all have them. But well, mine are, our generation, though, they were so subdued, yeah. pushed down. Nobody gave a shit about yeah, us. Yeah, so you weren't allowed to have feelings. No. If you ate a little bit in the closet, you cry in the shower or something, <laughs> <That's> right? right. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Be a man. Whatever. Uh, all right, so we're talking about these harbinger so really what people. for you because you do identify with roughly 80 percent of the cigar smoking community you like yes. mild flavorful cigars and as a retailer i like cigars that sell mm. so it's not a hatred of a 38 ring gauge cigar i'm against 38 ring gauges it's rolled up tobacco i'm okay with 38 54 mm. doesn't matter i'm against 70 ring gauges, I'm not going to smoke them, but they actually sell better than 38 ring gauges, as we can see. This is going on. Uh, The implications here for the manufacturer and the retailer are interesting. That's why I love this thing because it... it's something I've never thought about before, and it's so true as, as I go through it. Because they suddenly complicate how positive feedback should be misunderstood. You hear, oh, my God, you came with the Lancero. The packaging is great. Oh, my God, I smoked a cigar. It draws good and all this stuff. And then it stops. It was only 12 cigars. Actually, those people that bought could have actually bought again, but they didn't. They only had 12 cigars total, and they probably smoked a few right away. Why haven't they rebought again? They're not going to rebuy again. It's over. It's over at 100 mm. boxes. It could save companies a lot of money to identify failed products earlier to avoid producing them in the first place, not letting somebody push you to end up. And how many times did I say to a manufacturer, don't do it? I'm trying to be their friend and tell them don't do it. They're getting so much pressure on the other end that they end up doing it. And here I am getting sucked in and doing, I I figured three. Getting sucked in. You've got to stop blaming other people for your problems. You pulled the trigger on that. Discontinuing flops early in the game produces the opportunity to the cost of selling more successful products instead. So if we were to discontinue the 12th anniversary Cigar Authority cigar and we come out with a Christmas version of the Cigar Authority Christmas thing of a regular size, that would be the smartest thing we could do. We're not doing that, but <laughs> it would be smarter to end up doing that, understand this early, instead of let, let's wait till next year. We never do maybe, the smartest thing. Maybe we could send these Lanceros to the tailor, and they can turn them into a Robusto. There we go. <laughs> the tailor, <laughs> which is another terrible idea. It's an outstanding <laughs> idea. Um, hey, that, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, this exists not just the cigar industry. It's all industries that this ends up happening to. Reading this, and thanks to Skip Martin for pointing it out, opened my eyes to it, makes me understand it. Will I still be making mistakes and getting wrong cigars? Absolutely. But even the blogger or the cigar media or the guys out there giving reviews and stuff, if they're hearing this, they have to understand if they are also the vast minority of sales of people like cigars that you like, 
and you pushing a manufacturer to do it, you're actually costing them money. You're hurting right. the company because the vast majority are not like you. It's interesting, though. Who who are the audience of these bloggers? It's probably not the vast majority, right? For the yeah, bloggers, they, yeah. If they like what the, what that person likes, if they yeah. end up saying it, but it's so true that these cigars over the years, when Barry started with me. You, you came in with all these things. Oh, this one, you should try this one, and this this one here, and all this stuff. And I go, that's a loser. This one's a loser, knowing what it is. Okay, well, let's try that. Uh, and then it, it's completely changed it's for you. It's changed. It's changed. You, but I still think, to a degree, there's some regionality to the cigar industry. Mm-hmm. Because there are things that do really well in Florida that aren't doing well in the Northeast. So, so they say. But if you really sat there... You're able to see exactly what sells here. Yes. If you were able to see what exactly sells there, is some people trying to actually say, oh, no, we're doing fine with that, trying to be kind and say, Mm -hmm. but it's really, it's a loser, right? A loser's a loser, and that's it. Um, the Cigar Authority Lancero is still available online. Go to twoguyscigars.com on the rotator. You'll see the uh, Two Guys 12th Anniversary Lancero. Is it going to stay in the rotator until it they're gone? It should have to stay there until they're gone. $112 for a box. Uh, double up and get them for $99 if you buy two boxes. And get them out of here. If, if you're saying there's no truth to what this is, we just ran a, an expensive test. And uh, it's true. This this is true. So uh, next week on the Cigar Authority, the most offensive cigar brand names in the market today. Oh, yeah, we're going there, and it's going to get ugly. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.